Have you ever caught yourself saying, no worries? Well, I'm Steph. And I'm Steph, and we have some worries. Hi everyone, I'm Steph with an F. And I'm Steph with a PH. And welcome back to Some Worries, the podcast brought to you by two anxious bitches. Hang out with us today in our very last episode of the season as we talk about our favorite things of 2022. Oh my God. Last episode. Speaking of which, this is one of my favorite things of 2022 though. Right? We have to talk about that first. We have to talk about that. Number one on the list is us doing this podcast together. This yes. Because so this was fun. super fun. I can't believe it's the last episode. Like, I know. It's we did, wild. This is 10 episodes. It's, it's, we did 10 episodes of a I podcast. We, I don't know how we did that. I don't it's amazing. <laughs> we're amazing. We're one of my favorite things of 2022. That's right. We're, we're, we're that. the best. We're the best in the best. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got multiple categories of our favorite things. I think we should start with TV shows, though. Does that sound good? I think that sounds great. And I think we should add to, at least I'm going to add this. Steph, you're very, like, up on things. <laughs> I am not. I spend a lot of my time in my writing cave. So these are things that, on my list at least, they're new to me. They might not have come out this year, but this was the year I actually was like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to read that. So little okay. caveat at the top. <laughs> That's fair enough. I think most of my things came out this year. Um, yeah, so so we'll it. have a good mix, though. It'll be a good mix of yeah. new releases and older releases. Exactly. We're bringing in the backlist. You know, some of the stuff you might have missed will be yes. most of my list. And then your list will be the new up and coming stuff. Yes. We are also not going to go into too much detail because I had a really hard time trying to <laughs> narrow it down it was supposed to be top 10 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mine's a little bit longer than that I think I did cut a couple things though so I think it's like 12 now yeah. which I think is okay respectable yes but we're not going to go into too much detail but we will put the full list of our top things both of us in the description um and in the show notes if you are interested in looking them up so my first TV show, I this is actually the sixth season, so it kind of counts and it kind of doesn't count because it's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to say Big Mouth season six. Oh, I yeah. know you are not surprised at all. Nope, not at um, all. It is like my absolute comfort show. The sixth season came out, I think, in October, and I've already watched it three times. <laughs> so yep, yep. highly recommend if you want a, like, raunchy, but emotional and, like, really, um, just really good animated show. It's on Netflix. Perfect. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that was going to be on your list because I feel like yeah, every time we're texting, you're like, oh, I'm watching Big Mouth again. You know, like, oh, I was feeling a little anxious this weekend, so I put Big Mouth on, you know, and I was doing crafts. And so I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wish that Netflix would give you like a how many times you've watched something because yeah. like I it's got to be legitimately like 25 times. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when you play, you're not, I know you don't play a ton of video games, but in video games, it'll tell you like how many hours you've played the game. It's like, you need yeah. that for your, for big mouth, just to tell you like yeah, how many I hours really... you spent. <laughs> it might depress me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I think like you love what you love and it's kind of impressive if you can put that much time into something. I, I think it's cool, but I'm also the person who will spend hundred hours playing a video game and be like, that was fun. So maybe That's I'm not true. the best barometer. 
I don't watch it, watch it really anymore though. Like mm-hmm. it's just like that show that's always on in the background yeah. kind of totally. thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about you? Okay. So the top of my TV show list this year was Rings of Power, uh, which is streaming on Amazon Prime. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan anyway. I have the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings movies that Peter Jackson did back in the 2000s, early 2000s. Uh, it's still the 2000s. <laughs> I don't know why I said that as though we're in a new century. Well, now um, it's like the 2020s. It's, is it yeah, still it's, the like 20, it's a different decade. So yeah, exactly. We'll roll with it. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just a big fan. Uh, love Lord of the Rings. So I was really excited about that coming out. And I was a little bit nervous too, because sometimes when you really love something you're worried that it's just not going to live up to any of your expectations and I went into it kind of thinking of it as Lord of the Rings fan fiction and that worked for me because I was like this is a a person's interpretation um yeah and overall I thought they did a great job I really enjoyed it my only qualm is that I feel like some of the actors I most of them in my mind look like hobbits but they got cast as elves in some cases I'm like they should have cast that person as a hobbit there's something about like some of the actors that in my brain are coded as hobbit and so that was really weird for me how I want to know who you're talking about though Elrond is one. I'm like, they should have cast yeah, him as a he hobbit. He looks weird as looks, an elf. He doesn't look like an elf to me. He looks like a hobbit to me. And there's nothing wrong with looking like a hobbit or looking like an elf, but it really threw me off the entire time I was watching. <laughs> but I mean, if that's my only complaint, I, they, I think they did a great job. So fantastic yeah. show. That would have been on my list too. I really liked that show. Yeah, it's really great. So what, another one of mine is also fantasy that I think you should watch Ooh, okay. um, is The Sandman. Oh, which yeah. is mm-hmm. on Netflix. It was incredible. Such an incredible adaptation of the graphic novels by Neil Gaiman. Um, I I just really loved it. And it was so beautiful. So it's mm-hmm. like similar in that sense, because I thought The Rings of Power was also really beautiful. Yes, definitely. Um, so yeah. really cool world building and magic. And yeah, I really liked it. That's good. That almost made my list. The reason it didn't is because I still haven't finished it and it felt unfair to put it on my list when I'm not done with it yet. Um, but at least I haven't finished it yet. It makes me sad. I love it, but it makes me sad. So I have to like be able to partner it up with something exciting afterwards. that will help lift my spirits. So I just haven't quite been in the place to watch the last few episodes, especially because I know one of them is the cat episode and I feel really strongly about cats and I'm going to need to well, emotionally prepare. Well, the cat prepare. episode is like a bonus episode after the season. Yeah, so maybe you don't maybe really finish. need to watch it. That's true. I could just finish the season. I think I'm like one or two episodes away from being done. But yeah, it definitely, it, like you said, it's beautiful and it, it's it's really, it's really great. I do enjoy it a lot, but I'll get, I'll get around to it. Maybe it'll be on my 2023 list when I finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's your next one? Uh, so my next one is another, we'll stick with fantasy. So another fantasy show I really enjoyed uh, was The Legend of Vox Machina. And Steph, I don't know how much you know about like Critical Role. This It's like a Dungeons and Dragons Just, role play I'll, thing. That's all I know. Yeah. So what this is, <laughs> is they took, the Critical Role people took their first campaign, their Vox Machina campaign, and turned it into a TV show, uh, like an animated show and it's on amazon prime and so i watched that this year and it was really great uh i really enjoy critical role but there are so many episodes and i cannot keep up i have tried with every new campaign to like stay on top of it but i'll get i don't know five or six episodes in because the like they spend 
three to four hours on each session. And there are like hundreds of them for each campaign. And at some point I always fall off the horse and I'm like, I can't get back on this horse because this horse is already 12 miles down the road. So I was really excited about this because it's a way for me to enjoy that campaign in a different format that I could just watch a nice chunk of it, a good season. And it was really great. It had like all of the fun humor, all of the great character stuff that Critical Role does well, uh, all in this like animated format. So it was it was fantastic. I don't know if That's you would really enjoy cool. it. You should try it. I don't know if you, yeah, if you like fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it is kind of raunchy too. Some of the humor is pretty raunchy. So you might enjoy that. It, it might be like a, it's not the same as Big Mouth, but it might like scratch that particular <laughs> itch as well. Yeah. yeah. You know what's so interesting? This is a complete side note. Like I don't usually like super raunchy. Mm -hmm. I feel like Big Mouth is like such a weird exception for me and my personality because it's mm -hmm. not... A normal thing that I would like. Mm -hmm. I think it's you know? the humor. It's because I'm the same yeah, way. It's I don't, really funny. If like the humor is really good, because I feel the same way about shows like Archer. Like that, it's there are parts of, I don't know if you've seen Archer, but there are episodes that are like very raunchy and like the humor can be very raunchy. But it's also like some of the humor is very smart and just very funny and it works somehow and makes it, it it's not just one note. It's not just raunchy. It's like it's raunchy and it's funny or it's raunchy and it's smart or, you know, it kind of hits yeah. on these different areas. And I feel like yeah. similar, like that's probably what is appealing about Big Mouth. Like from the little bit I've seen, I've mostly just seen clips, but it seems like it's a very smart show that also like it has is, some of those it, it moments. It's really good at its depiction of mental health, mm. which I really like. Yeah. Like it, the anxiety and the depression is like, it's really good, which mm -hmm. for an animated show is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, So my next one is uh sort of, it's not fantasy. It's more sci-fi. Okay. Um, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Obviously. Not a surprise. Um, which I feel like we waited my entire life for this season. <laughs> and we're going to wait <laughs> another lifetime for the next season. But of it's course. okay. This season, I, I've loved Stranger Things since the beginning. But the first season had a very particular feeling that the second and third season didn't really have. Mm. This season has that same feeling at least for me oh, that's um, so it went back to like like horror it went back to that like nostalgia um and also Vecna is like a really good villain monster and if you haven't watched Stranger Things it's on Netflix there's four seasons highly recommend yeah I gotta get on that train too that's that's on my eventually I'll get to it list I don't know if you would like it though because like I want to try like jump scares yeah I still want to try it because everybody talks about like how great it is and like how cool the characters are. And, and sometimes I can get past that, the jump scariness, if I know that it's good. Um, okay. So I want to give like the first season a try, but I, I don't it's know when I'll get It's funny because I think the first season has the most jump scares. So <laughs> start with just another, prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to start with season okay. one because like that's how you get to know Eleven who like in later seasons is more normal and not normal obviously she has superpowers but like you have to get to know her in the first season first okay. in my opinion is this the millie bobby brown character yes okay okay she's the one that i dressed up for as for halloween okay got it yeah perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's really good so i i hope you do try it one day maybe we'll yeah. wait until our next in-person retreat and then oh. we can watch it yeah and then i i can just like grab your arm every time i'm terrified yeah and you can there do you it. go it's okay calm down and i could be like 
all right, get ready. Yeah, like prepare, <laughs> cover your eyes. I do sometimes yeah. need that. I need the person to tell me when to cover my eyes. <laughs> Perfect. Good plan. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, what's cool, your cool, next cool. one? Um, so my next one is something that we watch together. Speaking of like us getting together and watching th things when we do get together, because uh, we live on opposite sides of the country right now. Um, <laughs> we watched Our Flag Means Staff this spring. Yes. And oh my God, so good. I it's love so it good. so much. It's so funny. The humor, it reminds me of a lot of like the Flight of the Concords humor, the humor that I like in like what we do in the shadows. It really mm -hmm. has that New Zealand flair, you know, and oh, it's just <laughs> the characters are all so great. I just, I love it so much. It is so much fun. That one is on my list. So I'm glad you said it because <laughs> now I'm closer to 10. Yes. Um, I fucking love that show and it is super gay. So yeah, that's it fun. is. <laughs> and it's funny because like you were telling me that, like you and our mutual friend Mary were like, this is a really cool show. It's very gay. And I was like, okay, sure, sounds good. And but it's actually like really gay. Like sometimes people will say like something's gay and it's like kind of, you can kind of see it if you squint. Like they really like front the characters and it's like the sexuality is right there. And it's kind of amazing because you don't see that in a lot of media and we're seeing yeah. it more now, but it's just really fun to actually see like a real like gay character on screen being gay rather than like- And it's not okay. like a thing. It's not like, no. oh my God, that character is gay. It's just no. like- it's just they're this gay. is what it is. They're non-binary. They're who they are. And, and it's not like yeah. a huge thing. It's just part of their character. Yeah, absolutely. Love it so much. Oh, and the non-binary character on the show. Oh, I love them so much. I'm obsessed much. with them. I follow oh. them on TikTok. They're so hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that and that whole storyline. Oh, mm -hmm. it's just it's beautiful. So I'm excited yeah. to see how that plays out in the next season. I'm honestly just so excited for the next season to come out and see like i'm just glad the there characters. is a second season i was worried it wasn't gonna get renewed i would have been shocked if they didn't because like so many people watched it and everybody who watched it loved it i mean i very rarely saw people complaining about it because i it, it's one of those things where if you were not into it you'll probably know by the first episode and you're not gonna like spend a whole season on it people were invested in this show they like saw the mm -hmm. first couple episodes and they're like I'm in, you got me. Like, let's go, let's yeah. do this. So give me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that they renewed because I, they would be foolish not to. Like, I don't know, HBO would just be, uh, by the way, it's on HBO. I forgot to mention um, also for oh, yeah, Legend of Vox Machina. Max. Yeah. Um, Legend of Vox Machina is on Prime and then uh, Our Flag Meets Death is on HBO. Uh, I just got like a month of HBO just to watch this show. That's how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So good. I'm glad that was on your list. Yes. Okay. So that was our TV shows. That's a really good list. Yeah. Do we want to do movies next? Let's do some movies, which is going to be All your right. category to conquer. You're the queen of Yeah. Movies. I know that I have way more than you, so I'm going to yeah. start. <laughs> you start. I think I only have like one movie on my list. So whenever you want my movie, you let me know. Otherwise, let's hear <laughs> okay. your list. Should I just go through my list and then we'll do yours at the end? Because like I have five. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's roll with you first. Your top your top movies for the year. Okay. Number one movie for the year um is a lot of people's number one movie for the year. Uh everything everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. It I think it's on HBO Max. I saw it in theater. I'm not sure what I, streaming service it's on. I feel like I looked it up the other day because I wanted to watch it because I know it's good. I have not seen it yet. And I wanted to try to watch it before we recorded this so it could be on my list if it was if I really liked it. 
which I'm sure I will. Um, I think it might be on Paramount Plus also. Oh. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I remember looking it up and being like, oh, I can watch that. And I know I have Paramount Plus. I don't have HBO. So I feel like I that was the one I saw it on. I don't know. Okay. Don't quote me on it, but it might be available there now. Amazing. Yeah. Um, This movie is fucking incredible. I mean, like, blew my mind the entire time. It is... I, <laughs> this is a joke, but it's my multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness, <laughs> Doctor Strange was supposed to be an actual multiverse movie, and I don't really count it as. It did, but it didn't. This is my multiverse of madness. It was insane, but it's also really emotional. It has some incredible performances. I will stop now because I could talk about this movie forever. <laughs> but also, there's a, a, a multiverse or a, a, a universe where they have hot dog fingers that's all you fucking need to know it is amazing that's it that's all you need hot dog fingers it's such a good movie though (laughs) next and the rest of these are like in no particular order that one just had to be at the top the next one is the batman oh yeah robert pattinson that came out this Um, year that came out this year i know i was putting this list together and i was like what is time (laughs) right because wild yeah it came out earlier this year wow um it's so good batman i mean you know batman is like a huge thing for me i love batman um i really love robin and i wish we could get a freaking movie with a real robin (laughs) and not some bullshit at the end where it's like joseph gordon levitt might be robin (laughs) anyway but it is is just such a good movie and like when Robert Pattinson got announced as Batman, I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. Because, <laughs> like, you know, he's Edward in Twilight. You're kind yeah. of like, oh. Yeah. But he's actually a really good actor. I've seen other movies he's in. He's a really good actor. I think he did a really great job. So, love that movie. My next one is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect movie. I, I have to say that. It's not a perfect movie. But... For people like me who like really love Marvel movies and have like been a Marvel fan since the first Iron Man and really loved Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman's death was like devastating Mm -hmm. Um, because he was also like such an incredible human. I think they did a really great job of honoring his death. I cried like at least three times. (laughs) Sure. Which, you know, like. In the entire Marvel universe, I've cried two other times. Mm. When Tom Holland gets snapped away, because that shit was fucking sad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And when Tony Stark died. Um, Spoilers, sorry, if you don't know that by (laughs) now. Like, yikes. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) these movies have been out for a while. You've had time. (laughs) Yeah. So I think they did a really, a really incredible job. And it's also just like a really good movie. Um, I think that the performances by Angela Bassett and Letitia Wright were really good and then we've got um Tano Cuerta who plays Namor who is just like every scene he's in he steals it so really good movie really great Marvel movie that's amazing yeah I really liked it yeah that's another one that's on my to watch list at some point yeah it'll be on Disney plus in another month or two yeah, probably exactly so that's wait. that's what i wait on it's like when it's yeah. in the when it's in disney plus then i'll give it a gander <laughs> yeah 
Um, so I have two more. I could, I'm sorry. I could talk about movies forever. That's like what Steph this is. knows. Yeah. I've seen, I go to the movies all the time. I watch movies at home all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like a movie person. Yeah. I'm a thing. movie person. Yeah. yeah. The next movie, I was not expecting it to be this good. And I was like shocked that it made <laughs> it into my top five, oh, but it's excited. the menu. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so this one, the trailer was like, this could be good or this could be like a shit show, mm-hmm. but it has uh, Nicholas Holt. It has Annie Taylor joy and it has Ray Fines. And so I was like, I'm going to go see it. I walked out of that theater. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting it to be anywhere near as good. Basic setup is Ray Fines is a world renowned chef who invites a bunch of people to his like remote island house where he and his staff all live. And then people start getting murdered. Um, So I won't say anything else about the plot, but it's like a really incredible portrayal of like foodie culture, like Mm -hmm. especially the douchebags in foodie culture. Mm -hmm. And then also um, like rich people and like privilege there are some jokes in there that like I was cackling in the theater and I wasn't <laughs> the only one like yeah it's it's really funny but then it's a thriller but then it's like this foodie movie it 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 is so weird but so good <laughs> that's amazing so, I, you know I love highly a good recommend mystery like that sounds really cool but it's not a mystery you know who's doing it oh okay so you know the whole time it's just that the characters don't know okay yeah it I don't, the characters know too. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody knows what's happening almost Um, right away. They just don't know why. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's a weird movie. It's like, Hmm. it's weird, but it's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me know when it's streaming. (laughs) Oh, I will, because I will be watching it again. Yeah. It sounds like it's worth a rewatch. Uh, oh for sure a thousand times <laughs> okay so my last one is bones and all oh yeah which just came out recently well while we're recording it it just came out recently yeah. <laughs> i'm not going to go into any detail other than to say timothy chalamet cannibal romance <laughs> there you go that's all you need and like not the cannibal part but just this movie was like a thousand percent my shit <laughs> not the cannibalism because i'm not a cannibal we like, can't stress that enough steph is not a i cannibal. cannot stress that enough that it's not the cannibal part but it is just fucking weird and wild and like ro- really romantic hmm. romantic horror romantic cannibals yeah <laughs> love it uh, but it's the same director who did Call Me By Your Name, which Timothy Chalamet was also in. Mm-hmm. So it has a similar vibe to that, but okay. with cannibals. <laughs> but with cannibals. Now, bon- <laughs> now with more cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so those are my top five movies. Um, I could have put together a top 10 list of just movies because like I said, I, th- I want to count. I think I've seen at least 100 movies this year, Oof. if not more. That's so, so that's amazing. I just I love movies. I don't yeah. know. It's just something about that storytelling method that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you only have one. So I only what put is one. your 
movie, your top movie of the year? My top movie, I decided to include this on my list because I didn't know this movie was out until you told me and it was delightful. And I just want to put it on the list here. So if people are listening, they know it exists because Netflix is not putting it out there. It's the second Enola Holmes movie, Enola Holmes 2. Oh, yeah. I loved that movie. It was so cute. I loved it so much. And I just, I loved, like, the character growth. If you haven't seen the first Enola Holmes movie, that's also fantastic. But the second one, like, you really got to see more of the characters. And and everybody's kind of messy, which I loved. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I just, I thought it was so great. And I had no idea. Like, you mentioned it to me, Steph. We were chatting about something else. And you were like, oh, yeah, I watched the, you know, next Enola Holmes movie. And I'm like, whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> when did this happen? Netflix didn't put anything out. I'm like, how? Yeah. How yeah. did you do that? So anyway, <laughs> the second Enola Holmes, it's fantastic. It's, you know, it, much like the first one, there's a, like a, a mystery you kind of have to solve. And, you know, Enola is kind of trying to do it by herself and trying not to be overshadowed by her big brother, Sherlock. And the way that the storylines come together is really fun. So highly recommend that. But this one has way more Henry Cavill, which it I really liked. Henry yeah. Cavill is like hit or miss for me mm-hmm. but great him Sherlock Holmes in these movies like yeah it's what he was made to play weirdly I think so yeah he does such a great job and I love like the the playfulness of the character in this particular one because in the first one it, you didn't see a lot of him as Sherlock and he seemed very buttoned up this one you definitely he's messier and I'm like yes this is exactly this is Sherlock because Sherlock is messy mm-hmm. and I just yeah. really liked seeing all of that so such me a great too. movie and I won't <laughs> spoil it but the thing at the end Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the next movie. I know. I know. Me too. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So this is just a side note and a tip for you and for anyone else who's listening. If you mm-hmm. utilize Netflix, I would highly recommend looking at the new and popular section. That's oh. how I find out about a lot of movies. So if you're like, on, if it's on your TV and you go over to the side menu where it has like search and home, you can click on new and popular And it will give you movies and TV shows that are coming out this week, coming out next week. And then they call it worth the wait, which usually means like in the next couple of months. And then you can click, uh, click it and it will give you a reminder and it will send you a reminder email if you have that set up and then also give you like a little notification Hmm. when it's out. And so that is how I found out about Enola Holmes, because like you said, Netflix for some reason was not promoting it. No, that's um, amazing. Okay, that's a great tip. I'm going to set yeah. that up after this. <laughs> yeah, I usually go look at it like once a week because there's like a lot and it, it gives you Netflix originals and just shows and t- movies that are coming to the platform. So mm. it's great. Yeah. Highly recommend you do that. Oh, perfect. Yay. Oh, good. I'm glad that we're getting, <laughs> we're getting some cool tips in here too. Like I need them. Yeah. I need all the help I can get finding the good TV and stuff. So that's amazing. There you go. <laughs> so our next category is books, um, books which i believe you have quite a few more than me in this category yeah. so we're flip-flopping we're flip-flopping so do you want to start with this one yeah let me start off let me consult my list here <laughs> um oh mine's on my phone you wrote yours oh, down i wrote mine down i don't oh. there's something about writing it down on a little notepad that feels more official so <laughs> that's what i did <laughs> So the first book, I'm cheating a little bit. This is two books. It's a duology, but I didn't want to have 11. So I'm smushing them together. And that is (laughs) Hannah Witten's For the Wolf and For the Throne, that duology. Oh, yeah. 
oh my god it's so good <laughs> it's just <laughs> like when you were talking about how uh bones and all is just completely your shit minus the cannibalism like this book this series is just fully 100 percent all of the things i love like it, it it's just so good and i actually i remember i read this book the first one in the series i read it and then i'm pretty sure i texted you and our mutual friend mary and i said oh my god guys i think this is a comp for the book i'm writing right now and i was like freaking out because it was just kind of amazing to read something that had like the same feel as what i'm writing right now and it's, it's just so good i don't want to ruin anything but it's about two sisters and about this kind of generational i don't want to call it a curse but it's a generational uh practice that they're expected to follow that is pretty devastating to their relationship and it's about how they navigate that together and it has like brooding hero it's got like a forest vibes it's very autumnal uh it's just it's so great is there a romance oh yeah Oh yeah, both sisters have a romance. So it's like romance, fantasy, there's magic. It's very much like, kind of, if you're cottagecore fantasy kind of person, this will be your jam too. It is chef's kiss. It's just great. I own the first one and I'm putting together the books that I'm going to take home for the holidays. Mm. So I think I'm going to go put that in my suitcase. You should put it in your suitcase. It's The romance is great. Oh my God. Yeah. Brooding hero. You meet him brooding in a library. Like oh, what more shit. do you want? What more do you Sold. want? Sold. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes. So definitely recommend that one. Amazing. Yes. Well, I'm going to cheat as well. You only did two as one. I'm mm -hmm. doing six as one. <laughs> That's impressive. Well done. <laughs> So Martha Wells Murderbot Diaries. Mm -hmm. Um, they're all novellas except for one is like more novel length. Oh. I listened to all six of them as audiobooks over the span of like like a week. I could not get enough. Mm. Um the they're sci-fi, they're set in space. Murderbot is a human uh like what do they call it an android oh okay. uh, i don't know he's like he's parts and human like okay. mechanical and human mm -hmm. um and i love him like it's weird to say that they are very comforting because he's a murder bot like his <laughs> whole job is to like kill people but also he's like a security guard kind of for this research group and i I love Murderbot. I love I love them. <laughs> I love Just, Murderbot. That's that's I the, love Murderbot. End of story. Um, <laughs> and I cannot wait for more. I think according to Goodreads, there's like nine um oh, contracted. So that's at least three more. Honestly, I would read about Murderbot for the rest of my life. Like <laughs> I wish there was like 30 of them you're gonna be like 99 <laughs> years old and you're gonna be like oh i'm gonna read murder bot number 274 <laughs> exactly i would i would i i love murder bot and i i keep telling you that you need to read them yeah, too i will it is on my christmas list i gave my husband a list of things i wanted for christmas murder bot is on it like the six that are out now um <laughs> so We'll see. And then if not, I'll just go buy it in January <laughs> because that's what I do. Yeah. I put it on my Christmas list. And if I don't get it, I just go buy it because I'm an adult yeah. and that's how I live my life, especially with books. As you should. Exactly. You should. Yes. <laughs> so 
I will be on that train. For, maybe this will be on my list for 2023 because uh, I will be yes. joining the Murderbot crew probably in January. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Okay. Yes. What is your next book? My next book list. Check. <laughs> um, oh, I, we both love this book. So this might be on your list too. Nona the Ninth. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Nona. That book oh is God. fucking insane. It is. It is, it's but it's so good. It's so for those who <laughs> don't know about this amazing series, the Locked Tomb series, it's it's just amazing. It I don't even really know how to fully describe it. It's like science fantasy. So there's like elements of like necromancy magic kind of stuff, but it's also very based in science too. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a futuristic, especially this one, especially this one. This one is very much like you're on this, uh, kind of scrappy, scrappy planet hanging out with Nona. Nona has no memory of who she is. She just kind of woke up and was like, Hey, I'm Nona and I'm going to do all these things. Her best friend is a six-legged dog. Like it's just so delightful. And the whole time it's helping to further some of the questions that we've had throughout the series, because this whole series is bonkers, completely bananas pants. Yeah. Like this is the kind of, you need to have like charts up on your wall and like strings connecting them to try to remember like who's who and what, how are they connected? And I went into this book with so many theories and, you know, it's just one of those books that it's really fun and enjoyable, but it's also a puzzle the whole time you're reading the series. And so Nona, mm-hmm. Nona was fantastic. We also didn't realize Nona was going to happen. It just, Nona just appeared because it was supposed to be a three book series. And then the author was like, JK, here's uh, this extra book. And so now we have Nona, this third book that's like in the middle of the series. We didn't expect to get it. And now we still have another one that's coming. And I'm I'm like okay. really thankful for that because yes. I don't want it to only be four books. But <sighs> yeah. Also, like I get like a like mind bend kind of weird headache mm-hmm. kind of thing when I read them because they're so wild. They are. Hanson yeah. Mirror is like like literally a genius how she wraps all of these things together and i Mm -hmm. i a genius absolutely this is like up there for me i think i mentioned this in our books episode when i was talking about um nk jemison's broken earth series and how i was just like how did she do this like how did she put this together did she have all of the books written and then and then put them out like how did she like put it all so masterfully together and then tamsin mirror like takes it to the nth degree of oh my yeah. gosh the architecture that went into creating this series it's insane i want her, to see like her series bible yeah her like she's gotta have yeah, yeah. she's gotta have just as much as she's written in books she must have in just reference material to help keep track yeah of you can't pants you can't, you can't pants that right? like this you, cannot be pants you can't pants that no absolutely not that it is just so masterfully cra- crafted so yeah i think i'm talking i mean like she wrote Nona, but she's amazing <laughs> she's amazing if you if anyone listening hasn't read these books like the first book is like one of my favorite books of all time yeah the second book is written almost the entire book is written in second person mm-hmm. which no it shouldn't work it shouldn't like but it's perfect i ha- i started reading it and i was like absolutely fucking not i had to listen to it as an audiobook because oh, i couldn't yeah. do it mm-hmm. but then once you find out why which like 
you kind of start to guess, mm -hmm. but it's just like, it, yeah. it's wild. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It is. And Kay Jemison does the same thing, second person in her series. And it's very jarring at first. And then you realize why. And you're like, ah, oh, Dan, that's brilliant. Like that makes perfect <laughs> sense. So it's, I kind of love effective use of second person in that way. Cause it can be kind of jarring. And you're like, why is this here? But when it's done really well, it's mm -hmm. amazing. It's, it's so really good. hard to pull off, but it but she does. It, it. can be done. Mm -hmm. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the second book on my list. So what is your next book? <laughs> <laughs> so my next book is a horror novel that came out this year that I really enjoyed. It's called Juniper and Thorn, uh, and it's by Ava Reed. Uh, it's just, it's very much horror, you know, and I, we've talked about this in previous episodes, how I'm not, I don't watch a lot of horror, but I will read it. That's mm -hmm. kind of the divide for me. And this was like, pretty gruesome but really good and it had um really strong romance elements the mystery was really great to kind of piece together you get it like little bits at a time and then you hit the ending and you can kind of see everything that was set up along the way and it just it's very it was very well crafted and it also like deals with all of these interesting uh dynamics of like old versus new tradition versus industry it brings all of these things together in just a really fascinating way and it it's just so well written too. I mean, at a sentence level, it's really beautiful. So I highly recommend that if, if folks are a fan of horror with a little bit of fantasy, with a little bit of romance, it's a great read. I mean, that's a good pitch. That mm -hmm. sounds good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that to my list. I'm trying to only read books that I own right now, but mm -hmm. it's hard to do when you get, you come across something that you're like, oh, you know, maybe you'll own it. If uh, you get it for Christmas or something, maybe if a friend sent it to you, you would then own it and then you could read it. <laughs> maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> you got more? I got more. You got more? I don't have any more books. I'm done no with more? books. I, okay. well, okay. You focused you know on this. movies because you're a movie I person. focused on movies, but also until like October, I was hardly reading. Mm -hmm. And then from October through now, I've been reading a ton, but nothing that has gotten into my top yeah perfectly fair yes yeah um i think so i have one more book that i'll share okay and i don't know we've talked about this i don't know if you've read it yet it's uh circe by madeline miller i don't know if you've that was it. packed in my bag to take home oh, so i'll be reading excellent. it soon <laughs> yes speaking of books that are just beautiful at a sentence level it, the writing is stellar and it just was so evocative the character was just amazing. It's, I don't want to say a lot about it because I think it's a good book to go into not really knowing what it is or what to expect, but it is just, it's a beautiful book. And the ending I found really moving. It is a book that made me, even though it's a book about like gods and mythology, it's very much a book about being human and what it means to be human. And it just, it's very touching in a you lot know, of ways. that's my jam. I know. I books like that. <laughs> exactly. I think it's going to scratch that itch for you. Like the ending, I, I definitely cried a little bit because it was just like so moving from like a human level. I, and I don't want to say any more than that, but it's just such a good book. And I know other people have read it mostly. Like it's, I'm pretty late to this party, but if you haven't read it yet, do it. it the hype is real. It is very good. Uh, and again, it's just, it's beautifully written too. So even just enjoying it a chapter at a time is is also just nice because you get to enjoy the the way that it's written and enjoy the the wordplay. So very good. 
I'm excited to read it. Yeah. I can't wait for you to read it. You'll have to tell me <laughs> how you feel. I'll text you while I'm reading it. Yes. Updates. Perfect. Live time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have three categories left with one thing in each. And um, you're going to start with video games. Yes. So I have not played a ton of video games this year. Well, I should, I should say I haven't played a lot of new video games this year. I replayed a lot of Skyrim and Animal Crossing and all of these <laughs> things I just enjoy playing as comfort plays. Um, mm -hmm. But a game I started actually playing and like really sat down and played it most of the way through. I'm still not 100% done, but it's one of those games you can keep playing kind of forever. It's called Hades. I don't know if you've heard of it, stuff. But it's, from you, <laughs> for me, <laughs> yes, it's so good. Uh, it, it's also mythology, and it's you follow the main character who is the son of Hades, and he's trying to get out of the underworld. And I won't say why because I don't want to spoil anything. But you repeatedly, it, you're doing the same thing every single time. You are repeatedly trying to break out of the underworld, and you keep doing it over and over again. But along the way, you're getting like these extra like boons and supports from the Olympian gods who are trying to help you like escape your father uh, because they okay. have, they have really strong feelings about Hades and they think that he's kind of an ass. And, you know, Hades thinks that like Zeus is an ass. It's like typical mythology stuff. Uh, and yeah. so like, yeah, we'll help you to like stick it to our brother. Cool. Uh, so it's like you get all of this help escaping and you get stronger and stronger each time. And it's just really fun to see how the story comes together because it's not like with a lot of video games, you have story and then you have like side quest and you can like do story stuff or you can do side quest stuff and you kind of bounce between this is like every time you do a new attempt of escaping the underworld you get a little more of the story each time it's like breadcrumbs and the way that it gets delivered is through different character interactions or coming into contact with different things in your space and it's so cool and the story is so much fun so i if you if folks like video games if you're a big video game person and you haven't played this game it's it's really fun and it just has like really cool art as well. The art style is, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Just Google it, <laughs> Google the Hades video game and you'll see some of the scenes that they depict of like the underworld and the music. Oh my God, the music is so good. I just listened to the soundtrack What console sometimes. is it on? So I play it on PlayStation, but I think it's probably available on Xbox. You could probably play it on PC at this point. It's been out long enough. I'm sure there's a PC version. So yeah, I think whatever you have, you can probably make it work. Probably not on Switch. But maybe, I don't know, I'd have to look into that, but it's great. It's a great, great uh, video game. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That sounds really cool. I don't have it a is. console, but maybe I'll see if it's on PC. See if it's on PC. Give it a try. Uh, it's it's really fun. And the story, it's worth it for the story, like getting little bits of it here and there. And then, yeah. oh my God, there's a particular song. I'll send it to you after this if you want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I, like the first time I heard this song, because like one of the characters is like a, um, I'm not going to say who he is, but he is the court musician and he like plays music when you return back to Hades and the underworld. And this, like one of the times you come back, this song started playing and I was like, my jaw like dropped. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> the music too is just, it's so stellar. So I'll send that to That's you awesome. after. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the next category is podcasts and I could have put a few more in here again, Yeah. Um, but Spotify has been doing these Spotify originals, which are fiction stories hmm. and um, they're usually like 
eight to 10 episodes. They have like pretty famous people doing them. There's one that has Julianne Moore and Oscar Isaac doing oh. it. Um, but the one that I'm talking about is called Batman Unburied. Shocker, nice. it's a Batman one. Nice. Um, but Winston Duke is playing Batman. If you don't know Winston Duke, he's M'Baku in Black Panther. He was in Us. He's in a ton of things. He's incredible. He was also in, this is going to be a side note to get one of my favorite movies ever in here, even though it didn't come out this year. <laughs> it's called Nine Days, and it is like probably my favorite movie ever. He's in that too, and he is like completely different from anything he else he's in. Hmm. He's just an incredible actor. So he plays Batman, and it is a podcast like fiction story. And Batman is living in a world where his parents are still alive, but oh. things are wrong. Um, and throughout the story, you find out kind of what's going on. And it's got the Riddler and a lot of like really great villains and storyline. And it is, it was just like the whole time I was like walking my dog listening, just like riveted. It, <laughs> it's just so good. And I think it would be a good podcast, even if you don't really care about Batman, because it has, it obviously it is Batman. It has like Batman mytho mythology. I don't think yeah. you call it mythology, I mean, but I like. I call it mythology at this point. Like Batman yeah. is kind of its own entity yeah. at this point. Okay. So it's got like that. things that have to do with Batman. Yeah. But I think you could enjoy it whether or not you know anything about Batman. And it's yeah. Winston Duke. Come on. That's like, really cool. Yeah. I, and I love that idea of doing like eight to 10 episodes of a podcast to tell a story and then to yeah. have like really famous actors come in and, you know, depict the character. That's really fascinating. I didn't even know they were doing yeah. that. And it's really cool because it's like those old timey radio shows where it has oh, like yeah. all of the sounds and like background noise. And so it's like a That's whole cool. production. It's really cool. I would also recommend K63, which is the one that has Oscar Isaac and Julianne Moore. Just really good. Really, wow. really good. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, man. I love that. I love that recommendation. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. You should. You should. Yeah. The K63 one is like sci-fi, and you probably would like that one. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now, drumroll, drum we've gotten to our last category, which Woo! is youtube youtube i added a, a youtube to the my list just to really round things out and this this might seem like a really random ad but i love this channel so much i just discovered it this year it, okay she's been around for a while i think but like this year i discovered her and i just have been telling everybody about this in fact actually stuff i don't think i've told you that i watched this channel i don't think you have i'm like what are you talking about opportunity um okay so there is this woman who lives in finland and she cleans people's houses for free. And okay. what I love so much about this channel is she will go in and help people who are dealing with mental health conditions, who whether they're dealing with substance use or they have depression or anxiety or whatever it is. And it's gotten so bad to where their homes are very messy and they just really need help cleaning. And they can't afford it mm -hmm. because often they're in situations where they just can't afford to hire a cleaner. And most cleaners charge a lot if the houses are like this far gone. And she is she cleans, like that's her job. And so she just started doing these jobs on the weekends for free to help people. And she now has like a YouTube channel and 
she puts a new video out every week. It's this combination of, I love it because I just love knowing that she exists in the world, that there's a person who would do something so kind. And she's so nice about it. She doesn't judge people. And she actually spends time while she's cleaning, kind of talking about like, yeah, this sometimes happens when people are dealing with situations. And if the person is comfortable, she'll share their story uh, and kind of tell you how it got to where it's at. And it just gives you like this really good sense of how this could happen to anybody. And it kind of helps normalize that, which I think is wonderful. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also so satisfying. Like it, to watch things go from complete mess to see like how clean she gets them. Oh, it gives me a rush. I I just, (laughs) I sit there watching. And sometimes she'll like pull out a pan and it's really, really dirty. And I'm like, there's no way she's going to get that clean. There's no way. I would just throw that out. There's no way. And then she'll like, you know, do her thing. And she'll like show the before and after. And I'm like, oh, damn, she did it again. Like, how did she do it? I just, <laughs> I watch it like people watch Scrub sport. Daddies. She does Scrub Daddies. Yeah. Have you seen anything? She has like so, TikTok. Yeah. I think uh-huh. I follow her on TikTok. Yes. I, I follow amazing. someone who does the exact same thing on TikTok. So maybe it's yeah, her. her. I didn't realize. Does she have a like an accent? She does. Yeah. So her name is Audi Okay. Catalina. So it's not the same person. Okay. So maybe not. But no, like uh, she is just. I don't know. I just love this channel so much. It is it's, <laughs> when you're talking about Big Mouth being your comfort watch, like this is kind of my comfort watch. Sometimes yeah. I'll put it on and I also like clean my living room while I'm watching her clean. It just feels like this nice little moment yeah. of calm. Um, and I'm going to have to send so you the person I follow on send TikTok me. because yeah. it's a sa- it's a similar like oh. itch to scratch for me too, where it's like really bad houses and she does it for free. But yeah, I totally get that. And it I really like it sounds like they have similar like philosophies where they do it for people who have mental health issues or are disabled and it's just gotten out of hand. Yeah. Um I just think that that is so cool and kind. Mhm. It's amazing. So, uh, it yeah. it's made me feel like I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, what if I offered to clean somebody's house for free? Like, I'm not like a professional cleaner, but I do like cleaning. I get, I, I find cleaning very soothing. I'm like, man, I could see, cause she gets really excited about it. She's like, this is fun for me because I love to clean. And I'm like, I get that because I'm kind of like that too. So that like satisfy that satisfaction factor. Oh yeah. Like maybe, maybe some one of those day. houses though are like really dangerous. That's true. At, like how far they've gotten and unhealthy to you need like all kinds of you gotta have the gear. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it, yeah, it's just amazing, like watching that transformation and just watching her uh, kind of like talk you through it and and just how her great attitude. She has just such a good attitude about it, and yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of went all over the place from like yeah. cannibals to cleaning <laughs> to gay pirates and we got it all, all over the place we got yeah. a something for everyone <laughs> that's right hopefully you found something you like on our list uh hopefully. if not i guess we need to get more wild next year but i think we covered a lot of bases <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for tuning in today don't forget that this is the last episode of of this season for Yay. us uh make sure you follow us on instagram and tiktok at somewhere's pod for future updates If you liked this episode, we'd love it if you gave us a like or rated us five stars or comment what made it into your top 10. And don't forget to subscribe. We have been Steph. And Steph. And now we're going to go get started binging all of our 2023 media. So excuse us. Bye.